everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 187. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. Hello, hello, hello. Phil, how was uh, Las Vegas? Oh, Las Vegas was outstanding. For those who do not know, my other podcast, the Player One podcast, was invited out to Las Vegas this past weekend to participate in Scoop Fest, which is a uh, comedy festival podcast extravaganza based around the very, very funny, uh, although very uh, not safe for work, uh, Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social podcast. And uh, yeah, we were out in Vegas uh entertaining uh, the crowds it was outstanding we did a show before a live audience which we had never done before uh which was uh really really cool it was cool. a great experience and uh yeah had a lot of everyone had a good time <laughs> i saw you uh won some money while you were out in vegas i did i did uh Penn and teller uh just they uh just debuted a new slot machine based on uh, them at the Rio All Suites Hotel and Casino. And uh, I wanted to try it out. I'm a Penn & Teller fan, so uh, we were actually going to see Penn & Teller one night while we were out there. So we went over to the Rio, and before we went to the show, I sat down at the slot machine, tossed in a crisp $20 bill, figuring, you know, I'm just going to throw this away. I'll I'll just play the game for a little bit. Uh, see some of the video that they recorded for the show, see some of the jokes that they worked into the machine, that sort of thing. And my very first spin, I hit a prize and ended up winning 40 bucks. Oh, nice. On top of my initial 20. So I was uh, sitting my, my $20 and suddenly turned into $60. So I said, you know what? I don't need to see the jokes that bad. And I hit the cash out button. Sounds a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, I've never, uh, you know, I, I'm not a gambler. I don't uh, gamble you know, a lot. You know, when I, The couple times I've been to Vegas, I may throw, like I said, you know, 20 bucks in a machine or so just to have a little fun. But I never actually win anything. It's, it's I always just kind of assume that, you know, if I put money into a slot machine, it's going away. I'm just paying for the experience and the fun of uh, spinning and seeing the the flashing lights and colors and sounds uh but this was the first time i actually won anything and you know 40 bucks it's not a huge jackpot but uh it's 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 a penny slot too you know penny slots don't pay out very big Mm -hmm. so uh to win 40 bucks on your first spin on a penny slot is is nothing to sneeze at so so there it is well congratulations Thank you so much. I I quit. <laughs> I am now a man of means, and I do no longer have to work. So I am I am done. I'm telling you to take this job and shove it. Hmm, that's unfortunate. Speaking of, when do I get paid for this? Uh, checks in the mail. We've been doing this for a while, so the check's <laughs> taken a while to get here. No, you know, you moved. <laughs> Post office needs to figure things out. Of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, I saw on your Twitter at Whimsical Phil uh, that uh, you saw some Star Trek toys. I did. Um, The uh, Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social, the podcast that was hosting Scoop Fest, uh, uh, Paul Mattingly, one of the co-hosts, he is a big nerd. And uh, one morning uh, before the show started, he... uh, Took me and the other Player One guys out for a little tour of Vegas. But the Vegas that you never see. The Vegas that the nerds see. Way off the strip. And we went to some used uh, toy stores and uh, some used video game stores. Looking for some bargains. Looking for some cool uh, collectibles and stuff. And uh, I forget the name of the toy stores that we went to, but there was a couple couple of stores we went to in in Vegas, and uh, all the stores had great stuff. I mean, just you know, tons of, uh, you know, some of them had you know open toys, some of them had toys that were still uh, sealed up. Obviously, tons of Star Wars stuff, lots of the old Ninja Turtle toys, some He Man toys. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of places had some Transformers. Uh, for sale, which certainly caught my eye. Um, but then one store really made me think of you because they had a huge collection of uh, still sealed uh, Star Trek toys. And I know that whenever, uh, you know, when we were back in the Bay Area or when or when you would come visit the Bay Area when I was out there, we would always go to the San Francisco, or not San Francisco, but the San Jose Super Toy Show. Mm-hmm. And one of your big uh, hobbies that you would do at that toy show was uh, scour scour the booths looking for uh, Star Trek toys. And you'd usually find some pretty cheap. And, uh, yeah, this place had a just a, a nice big display rack of them. So if I had the room in my luggage, I would have bought all of them for you. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, This past weekend, while you were in Las Vegas, I was Mm -hmm. back in California. Oh, nice. I went to the Santa Rosa Toy Show. Oh, cool. And it was was very Star Trek heavy. uh, Awesome. Walter Koenig and uh, Nichelle Nichols were there signing. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, So that was pretty cool. I, I I didn't pay to get their autographs or anything, but I did walk by and saw them. And it was cool. Nice. Uh, I picked up uh, one thing there. And while we usually save our purchases for later, um, I'll just mention it now since we're talking about Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Uh, I picked up uh, from the original Galoob series of Star Trek The Next Generation figures. I got Mm -hmm. uh, uh, data. Oh, nice. Nice. And today, on the day we're recording, 30 years of TNG. Oh, man. That's right. That's today. Yeah. 30 years of Star Trek The Next Generation. We are old. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it was it was cool. It was neat to see that. And yeah, they had a bunch of cheap Star Trek toys, and I wanted to buy them all, but decided I probably shouldn't do that. Of course. Uh, speaking of Star Trek, a uh, new mm-hmm. Star Trek show. Yeah. Just aired uh, its first two episodes. 
Star Trek Discovery. Called the Orville. Wait, what? Yeah, and, and the Orville, yes. There's, <laughs> there's that, too. That exists. Yes. Uh, but Star Trek Discovery, uh, what'd you think? You saw you saw some of that, right? Yeah, it's uh, well, as, as of our recording, the first two episodes have aired. Mm-hmm. And by aired, I mean been put up for streaming. Yeah, it's, it's a CBS All Access exclusive yes. show. Yes. Uh, but uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm digging it so far. I'm very curious to see where they go with it. Yep. It's uh it's good stuff so far. Yeah, I don't really want to say anything just to avoid spoilers. But uh But yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah, it's worth checking out. Yeah, I think so. Uh but let's talk about some toys, some upcoming toys. How about that? Let's do it. Uh Lego. Mhm. Uh, they have an update about the Lego Star Wars Ultimate Collector Series Millennium Falcon. Oh, yes, yes. They sold has, out. Yeah, it's been sold out for a while. Right. Uh, since its release. Uh, it seems like they're trying to make more as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'll only have, quote, very limited quantities available for the remainder of 2017. Oh, jeez. And they've extended the VIP-only access period, which means the new inventory will remain exclusive to VIPs at least through November. Oh, man. But the good news is it's very easy to become a VIP member, and it's free. True. So anyone who is a LEGO fan really has no excuse to not be a VIP member. Mm-hmm. So. And okay. uh, you would want to be a VIP member anyway, so you could get all those points after exactly. buying this $800 set. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> get a ton of points to get some uh, discounts on uh, other sets that you buy. So, yeah. It would be foolish to buy this thing without being a VIP member. Mm-hmm. Well, you tell them that Han Solo just stole back the Millennium Falcon for good. This is a Millennium Falcon. You're Han Solo. I used to be. Uh, speaking of Lego, they announced a new set from the Lego Batman movie. Man, they are going all out with the shelf life of the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, the, the Lego Ninjago movie's out right now, but no, yeah. they're still making... Lego Batman movie stuff, too. Well, Batman sells, I guess. Uh, it's the Joker Manor. Ah. Now, this is from the end of the movie where the spoiler alert where the Joker takes over Wayne Manor. Mm hmm. Yes. Uh, so this is a big set. Yes. It's, uh, 3,444 pieces. Jeez. And it will retail for $269.99. It's a big set. It's very big. Yes. Some cool minifigs in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some really neat elements, and then I noticed how many stickers there are. So A lot of stickers. <laughs> All those cool details are stickers. Whole mess of stickers. Uh, yeah, so what kind of minifigs we got here, uh, includes 10 minifigures, uh, yeah. the Joker, Batman, Barbara Gordon, Harley Quinn, Nightwing, Alfred Pennyworth in the classic Batsuit, uh, Disco Batman, Disco the Joker, Disco Batgirl, and Disco Robin. 
Yeah, th- I mean, this whole set is from the kind of the climax of the movie. So it's every all the good guys are wearing their bad outfits when they uh, fought the Joker at the end. And then uh, the disco outfits are the white outfits that everyone was wearing during the little dance scene over the end credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Joker's made uh, Wayne Manor into a type of you know, amusement park. There's a big roller coaster outside. and Yes. It's pretty cool. But the uh, the back of it, you know, the front just looks like, uh, you know, the, the Wayne Manor with kind of a Joker carnival aesthetic over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the back side is all opened up and there's lots of little individual rooms inside uh, that uh, are in Wayne Manor with a bunch of little references to the movie. There's a, like a recording studio. There's a tiny recording studio with a little microphone and some speakers where Batman can bust out his uh, his fat raps. <laughs> you got a little uh, photo gallery hall with uh, the iconic uh, picture of young Bruce and his parents at the theater on the night of uh, the, the horrible Wayne tragedy uh, that featured predominantly in the movie. And all of those uh, paintings are stickers. And, of course, all those paintings are stickers. Uh, you got a... Uh, let's see. I'm just flipping through some of the pictures here. Oh, yes. You get a, a little kitchen area with a microwave. I really like that microwave. Yes. You got a nice microwave. And, of course, the lobster thermidor mm-hmm. that Batman enjoys eating with a tiny little lemon wedge, which is just like a little one-by-one uh, one round tile, which looks outstanding. Uh, unfortunately, you can see the uh, buttons and timer on the microwave are indeed a sticker. Of course. <laughs> Which uh, is unfortunate. Uh, you got a couple funhouse mirrors in there. Uh, there is a little movie theater. Uh, just not as big as the movie theater that we saw in the movie. But uh, it's a tiny little movie theater with a, you know, a seat and a screen and a bucket of popcorn and a uh a a, uh, romance film for batman to watch because as we saw in the lego batman movie he enjoys watching and laughing at uh at romance movies and it actually yeah comes with a like a lego blu-ray case which is kind of cute and the movie he's watching is called forever sorting 2 it's about two little Lego minifigures falling in love. But, uh, yeah, kind of like a little uh, grand piano that you build out of bricks. And there's, you know, a box full of uh, bat gadgets and uh, wild style stuff that he keeps up in his attic. A little reference to the first uh, Lego movie. And the entire, like the central tower of the manor is uh, adorned with a giant Eye of Sauron, which is not called the Eye of Sauron because of uh, it's not actually licensed. Right. Yes, it's it's in the press release. It's called a rotating big eye tower <laughs> with lever operated iris to look up and down. Yep. But in the movie, that was, of course, the Eye of Sauron from the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool features to this. 
Yeah. Um, but it's very sticker heavy, which mm-hmm. immediately turns me off. But exactly. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I will not be picking this up. Oh no, I won't either. Um, it will be available on Black Friday. No. Oh. At Lego brand stores and on Shop at Home, and there's no uh, VIP early access for this okay. one. Okay, there you go. Hey, Sauron! Doesn't your flaming eye have a unique ability to pierce through time and space? Uh-huh. Well, I need to find Batman. Where's Homeboy's man cave? Hmm. Give me a second. Scary noise. It's beneath Wayne Manor. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on a sec. Are you trying to tell me that Bruce Wayne? Is Batman's roommate? Last up, there's some uh, official picks of the Lego seasonal uh, Christmas sets. Oh, cool. These are always fun. Mm-hmm. What do we have this year? Got the Christmas train. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's obviously not a full-size train. Right. It looks like one of those little kitty trains that you can ride on at like a carnival or something. Right. Yeah. And uh, there's some booths as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, three minifigs. Uh, you got the uh, conductor. Mm-hmm. You got a, a kid and a shopkeeper. Yeah. So there's like a, well, I was going to say coffee, but it's probably hot chocolate stand. Right. Right. Uh, the other set is Christmas Town Square. Mm-hmm. It's a big uh, Christmas tree. Yep. In the town square. Yep. Uh, there's a uh, stand uh, for a pretzel shop. There's yep. a little snowman, a post box, mailbox, so you can kids can send their letters to Santa. Yes. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, these are all right. You know what? I'm not not too big on either of these. I'll I'm, be honest. I'm not planning to get either. But no. Yeah. yeah my problem with these is they're all uh, way too just uh, reliant on tiny little individual pieces. You know, it's not like a, a big cohesive scene. It's just a bunch of little islands, mm-hmm. little brick built islands that you'd have to kind of scatter around like the. The first set, the train. You have the train, okay. And then there's the little hot chocolate stand, and then there's another little, I guess it's like a ticket booth to get a ticket to get on the train. And then there's like a little picnic table. And these are all separate little islands that just kind of sit around in nebulous space. There's no real interconnectivity to each of these little bits of detail. Well, you would spread it around in your... Yeah, village. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you if you have been buying all the winter sets and are creating a nice sort of winter village scene, these would be fine. But uh, I prefer the old uh, the old uh, kind of holiday sets where they were more kind of self contained, little like you know there was like the gingerbread house. That was just a very nice little display piece by itself or the or the snow globe, which was a really nice, intricately detailed little display piece by itself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
you know, they, these are all just kind of like you said, if you have a winter village, you can spread the little pretzel cupcake stand over here and you can put the little post office over here and you can put the little hot chocolate stand over here in your in your village. So as accessories to a winter village, OK, they're fine. But otherwise, I don't really see the point. Right. And as I do not have a winter village, I do not see the point. <laughs> well, so be it. 3.5 out of 10. Next. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, there's nothing next. Uh, it's pretty light for toy news. Yeah, that's okay. But we can that's... talk about stuff we got recently. Uh, I, I I went to a, a toy show and I got a Lieutenant Commander Data. <laughs> I heard you should have had uh, you should have had Nichelle Nichols sign him. <laughs> there were, of course, a lot of uh, Uhura toys for sale, and of course, I think they marked the price up a bit. Gee, you think? <laughs> uh, and then you should have gone up to uh, Walter Koenig and asked him to say, "Oh my." <laughs> I'm wondering how many people were asking him about the nuclear vessels. Oh, I bet it was more than one. Mm -hmm. And I bet he has a, a canned response for it. <laughs> oh, man. Star Trek movies are fun. Can you, you help us? Please, we're looking for the naval base in Alameda. Could you tell me where the nuclear vessels are? No Ooh, I don't know if I know the answer to that. I think it's across the bay in Alameda. That's what I said, Alameda. Alameda. I know but that. But where is Alameda? Uh, so what did you get? What did I get? Uh, well, let's see. What did I? Uh, the other day, um, I picked up a couple more Amiibos. I, I talked, to believe, on our last episode that I had picked up the, the Metroid, the new Metroid Amiibos, mm -hmm. uh, with Samus in her little crouching pose and the squishy Metroid in the, uh, in the like, uh, sample science cylinder thing right well i picked up uh the other two metroid amiibos the older ones from the super smash brothers series i did not have these before uh one of them is samus in her in her armor and then there is zero suit samus and i picked these up because uh both of those unlock stuff in uh, the new Metroid Samus Returns game for 3DS. Oh. Which I am enjoying quite a bit. Um, yeah, um, I forget which one is which, but one of them unlocks a, uh, missile, uh, tank. So it gives you, what, five more missiles, I believe. And then, uh, the other one unlocks, uh, an energy tank. Mm. Yes. Not to give terribly you exciting. Yeah, but I mean, you know, more health is more health. True. And, and I think uh, they also both unlock art galleries uh, once you finish the game. So, so you know, there's there's stuff to unlock with those. All right. So I picked those up just just because. Uh, I also picked up, I was at Target the other night. And the, uh, yeah, the Lego Ninjago movie had just come out. And they have a little end cap uh, promoting the movie, and they have all their sets there. They have Target has an exclusive Ninjago movie set, 
Uh, so they were promoting that. But they also had a box of the blind bag minifigures. And we got these weeks ago. We talked about these quite some time ago. Uh, but there was one more that I had kind of wanted. And I was like, okay, we'll see if I can feel for this particular figure. And I actually ended up finding it on the very first try. Nice. The very first one I pulled out of the box was the GPL Tech figure. Uh, she is a female scientist uh, who uh, is wearing a Batman shirt under her lab coat. And I wanted her just because uh, I thought it was cool that she's wearing a Batman shirt. So, uh, apparently GPL, I'm looking at the uh, Lego official Lego site. Uh, GPL stands for Garmadon Propulsion Laboratories. Mm. So she works, uh, she's one of uh, Garmadon's scientists. I picked up the uh, Lego Ninjago movie video game. I did as well, actually. Just uh, kind of on a whim. Yeah, me too. And uh, it's, you know, it's pretty fun. The combat yeah. is a lot better than in previous uh, Lego games. Now you got it for Switch? I did get it for Switch. As did I. I, I just played the very first kind of training mission. Um, I was telling you earlier that I'm a little hesitant to play it uh, before I see the movie just because I know it uses – it actually has footage from the movie in the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to, you know, not necessarily stay spoiler-free, but I just don't want to see big chunks of the movie before I actually see the movie. <laughs> well, you won't be hearing the voice cast from the movie. <laughs> I noticed that right away. <laughs> Some uh, sound-alikes, and they don't sound uh, sound all that great. No, no. The Master Wu sound-alike does not sound anything like Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Networks like animation because they don't have to pay the actors squat. Plus, they can replace them, and no one can tell the diddly difference. It's not the voice actors from the TV series, is it? I don't know. I'm. I have never watched the TV series. Yeah, because I know they they changed up the actors from the TV series. So I was wondering if maybe they just got those. Um. So yeah, I picked up the game, and I've been having fun with it. Cool. It's a pretty standard Lego game outside of the combat. Yeah. Uh, so you got anything else? Uh, well, you know what? While I was in Vegas, I did what everyone does in Vegas. Get a, uh, get a, get a toy. Oh, get wow. toys. I bought a toy while I was in Vegas. I thought what happened there, you stayed in Vegas. Yeah, well, uh, I left the toy in the hotel room. It turns oh, out. okay. So... They, no, that's not true. I packed it carefully and brought it home. Um, yeah, well, uh, while Paul uh, took us out to the toy stores, uh, one of the stores I went to uh, had a fair amount of Transformers. And they actually had a bunch of the, uh, you know, uh, years ago when Hasbro was reissuing the G1 toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a whole m- bunch of those uh, Hasbro reissues in the box. And sure enough, one of them that they had was Skywarp. Hmm. You've yeah. been on a uh, Skywarp kick lately. I really have been. And so here was a, I mean, and you know, I already have a G1 Skywarp. You know, it's loose. It's in really good shape, but it's loose. But here was one that was in a, in a box. Uh, the box was opened, but, you know, everything was in there. I don't know if it's ever been taken out of the box. 
But um, yeah, they had it uh, for like forty bucks, and I was just like, "Hey, you know what? I'll I'll pick it up. Why not?" So I have another G One Skywarp. This one's a reissue, of course, but it's in the nice packaging and everything. So, and you get those nice big missiles, <laughs> those ridiculously cartoonishly. We really don't want your kid to choke on these missiles. Missiles. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so I have another Skywarp for my collection. Yeah, you got to get one of those uh, IKEA Detolf shelves. Uh, yeah. So as soon as I, as soon as I get the apartment cleaned up a little more, get some more boxes over to storage, I will uh, pick up one of those and have my nice Skywarp display. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be awesome. But yeah, lately I've just been spending all my money on video games. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of video games. So many games coming out, man. Got that Lego Ninjago game. I got Steam World Dig 2. I got Golf Story. I got Thimbleweed Park. I've been playing Picross all day. Yeah, just uh, got Picross S for the Switch just came out. Been playing a lot of video games lately, man. Yeah. So, it's good stuff. Yep. Uh, I think that is a show. Cool. Uh, if you'd like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcast at Facebook.com slash Points of Articulation. Email POAPod at gmail.com. You could subscribe to us on iTunes or on Google Play Music. And we're also on Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. 